Welcome to another episode of Aging with Energy, the old guys travel show. We're the old guys, humble and friend. You know us. We still have the energy to travel the odd time. Oh, yes. Now, this uh, episode brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and the Chambers Plan. Tim.nibblet at RaymondJames.ca and the Chamber Plan, ChamberPlan.ca, all the details there. Now, we should do uh, an entire episode about being covered by the Chamber's plan and how it helped me save $200,000 U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, that really is actually an episode we should do about, especially for seniors like ourselves. And that sounds weird, eh? We're senior citizens, mm-hmm. you know that. Well, yeah, me more than you. 65 seems to be the magic number, and I'm there. You said something the other day. I was telling uh, Spencer, my youngest, we were talking, I was just talking about our ages, and I said that you had mentioned that you were going to turn 67, and I was like, well, that can't be. How can he be 67? That means I'm in, because I always think of you, you're like, you're just slightly older than me, and I met Fred when you were 33, so yeah. the fact that you're about to turn 67 next year, yeah. I find uh, disconcerting, but then I'm going to turn 63 in January, and that just seems impossible. Uh-huh. And speaking of those sponsors, it's great. A Retirement Sherpa puts you in the position where you can travel when you get to be our age, and uh, the Chamber Plan uh, covers your old ass while you're away. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, yeah. um, if you have the Chamber Plan, yeah, it's 180 days of coverage. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. Uh, yes. But that's for another show. I'll, you know what? At some point, I'll tell the uh, story of having to go to the hospital in the U.S., one of the Canadian nightmares. But just how smoothly it went because of our coverage. And I'm a little bit scary, too. I've never made a claim like that. I've never been in the hospital in the States. And, uh, you know, we can talk about that. This episode, we're going to talk about um, my most recent trip. You know, I mentioned on previous episodes, I, I've been to Europe twice in my first 46 years, and then between 2016 and now, I've had uh, the good luck and the opportunity to go to Europe five times in seven years, and most recently, I got to go to Paris for the first time. Now, you'd already... Patty! Now, you'd Mm -hmm. already done it. Have you not? Yes. Yes. Some time ago, but I went, and I loved it. I don't know what I... uh, expected or I you know I was I was traveling with my ex-wife which is in a whole other show mm-hmm. um, I hadn't spent more than three or four hours with ex-wife Randy for 13 years and I spent 10 days you know constantly with her and as I have said on our other show I said you know I I was reminded constantly why we were married and then of course why we're not married mm-hmm. but not very much of that honestly it was a great trip and she was a lot of fun to hang out with so did, did you have separate hotel rooms, or did you stay in the same hotel room? We stayed in an Airbnb in Paris. Oh, Airbnb with a couple of bedrooms. Two, two a bedroom. Well, I'll, I'll just tell you, it was a two-bedroom apartment. Right, okay. So centrally located near mm-hmm. the uh, Jardin Luxembourg, which is this big garden in the middle of Paris, or in the right. Montparnasse area. Uh, area 6, if you know the city. And for... I'll just get I'll just get right to some numbers. Four hundred dollars Canadian a night, which we split. 
<laughs> well, I say we split, but you know, she's already got half my money, so I, mm-hmm. I think I paid for it all. I can't really get my head around it. <laughs> yeah, but if she's got half your money, doesn't don't you have half hers? Yeah, I guess so. Sure, if you want. Come on now, <laughs> if you want to. Technically, sure. Technically, yeah, whatever. According to the divorce law, <laughs> that's, yes. that's right. <laughs> According to all things legal, we are we have half each other's money. But I thought that yeah. was very reasonable, mm-hmm. um, because of the area we were in. And there's no it, it, the area where we're in is like staying in New York. There was not going to be a hotel for less than four or five hundred Canadian. No, tonight. you just got you know what? You just have to accept that because uh, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and what I loved about staying in this particular Airbnb is it was so close to a markets and restaurants and we could walk everywhere. And being my first time in Paris again on your recommend, we did the hop on hop off bus. One of the first pictures I took and sent you was a picture of the hop on hop off bus and it had this huge bus board on it and it was a beautiful woman and all it said was Fred. (laughs) I was like, really? Mm -hmm. The Fred man is here? Well, you've often referred to me as a beautiful woman. You are Mm -hmm. beautiful in your own way. (laughs) Anyway, yes, you're a very attractive older woman. So that was how we uh, began our tour of Paris. And I don't care. I mean, I know some people I know would think it's a hokey, cheesy thing to do, but it was great because it gave me, and again, having never been in that city, it gave me a real sense of where things are from the Eiffel Tower to the Arc de Triomphe to the Champs-Élysées, the churches, the famous Notre Dame, all of that. It, it gave you a really good perspective. And we spent... Pretty much all of one day, the afternoon, hopping off and on this bus. And uh, it really is a a great way to see things, to get a sense of things. And what was cool is all those things I named, we we then did in subsequent days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the beauty of those buses. That's what we always do. We do a circle and then make notes along the way. Yeah. And then you can go back to those areas. I will say this. Um, so we did half our time in Paris and the other half we did with friends of ours who live in France. In the, and I, don't, I, mean, I, mean, I could do an entire episode about the villages and, mm-hmm. and visiting people that live in the country. But on this episode, I'm just going to focus on Paris because, right. you know, for me, it was, it was all, I mean, I'm, I was 62 years old before I saw this city. And again, I don't know what I expected. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like a big, you know, like a French New York. And it's not. It's very particularly French. And I'll give you a couple of quick observations. When you and I were younger, the sort of cliche about French people is that they were rude and brusque and, you know, didn't really like foreigners. And it, whatever that was, it's, it doesn't hold anymore. I could, the people couldn't have been nicer to us. People in restaurants, waiters, just other human beings. It just was very pleasant. And I said to ex-wife Randy, I said, I think that cliche of the rude Frenchman, French person, I think it also grew out of the Americans, the way they travel, which is, you know, they want America wherever they go. Mm-hmm. So if there was rude French people back in the day, it was but they were being rude to Americans because they were acting like Americans. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Before I went to Paris, it was I was surprised at how many people said to me, "Oh, you're going because ours, our, ours was England, Paris, Greece, 
And uh, a couple of people had said to me, oh, well, the Paris thing, no, we'll be all right. You'll you'll love the rest of it, but Paris, mm." and nothing could have been further from the truth when I went. I just loved every minute of it. I I will say the uh, food wasn't a super highlight for me. I had a couple of pretty expensive meals that were just okay, (laughs) strangely enough. We were there, uh, we arrived on a Friday, stayed there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We went to see our friends in the South. But Sunday in Paris, here's something I did not know. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the other show, but Sunday afternoon, evening in Paris, there was no restaurants open. Like there were, the whole place goes quiet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being a very, you know, Catholic country. And Sunday night, we were hard-pressed to find a restaurant, and we were staying, like, right in the city. Hmm. But ironically, I don't know if irony is the right word, but strangely enough, our best meal, my favorite meal was that night. It was an Italian restaurant that was open. And I got to tell you, one of my favorite, one of my best pizzas I've ever had. I had, And it was pretty cheap. You know, I had a, a, a burrata salad appetizer and an entire personal pizza. The whole thing was, like, 20 euros. It's funny you say that your best meal in France was Italian. Uh, Years and years ago, I was in Italy. Or actually, I was in Austria, close to the Italy border. And one night we thought, let's go across the border and have a pizza. It may have been the worst pizza I've ever had. Honestly. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, no, this was was amazing and simple and that big sort of... You know, one thing I will say about being in France, Paris, wherever I was, I don't... I ate more bread... In 10 days, and I will the entire year. I had bread, mm-hmm. I had croissant for breakfast, baguettes. Every meal you get served, no matter what you're eating, there's bread, and I just ate it. I don't even, mm-hmm. here's another thing I don't normally do. I don't normally butter bread, but I was putting butter and bread on everything. Sure. It was fantastic. Um, so what, like the average meal there, what would? The average entree. You've got to watch it there, because often they have like service fees or Sitting fees or whatever they call them. Well, well you know what? We never we never got service fees, but I would you know, and we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. There's no tipping. Like tipping is not expected. It's appreciated. But uh, so to answer your question, with the exception of this one ridiculous meal, um, every entree was around twenty bucks. Every appetizer was in the ten to twelve euro. So right. that'll give you an idea. The ridiculous meal we had. The food wasn't very good, but the view was insane. So ex-wife Randy found this restaurant that was on one of the one of the few tall high-rise buildings in Paris. Now, outside of Paris is where the financial, like the mm-hmm. downtowny part is. It's actually outside of the city. It's in one of the suburbs. The city of Paris itself is only 2.1 million people. It's smaller than Toronto. Here's another fun Paris fact. There are only 13,000 standalone homes in this entire city the rest are all the old apartments that have been there for hundreds of years some of them for hundreds of years but this one building randy found ex-wife randy uh was significant only in that the view from the restaurant was like the cn tower looking Mm -hmm. over the eiffel tower at night and it was so that was worth it you were paying for the view Something I did not know about the Eiffel Tower either is that at night, on the hour, it shimmers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, so vaguely, I the Eiffel Tower that. is yeah. normally lit up. Yes. But on the hour at night, 
it goes into this exciting sort of um, light show for a few (laughs) minutes to signify the top of the hour. And it's funny, I was talking about this with our friend Dan Duran. At the Eiffel Tower itself, which was one of the things we did, and I would highly recommend, they have all the little trinkets, the people selling little replicas of the Eiffel Tower, and they sell them with the lights going shimmering, which is kind of cute. So I'll just wrap up. You did go up it. I was going to say, I I went up the Eiffel Tower. I did that as well, yeah. I found it fascinating. What do they want for that now? Well, as we've talked about on recent shows, I paid a little extra to go on a tour to be guided. Yes. It was, I think I could, I I could look it up in front of me here, but it's probably like 60 bucks a person, (laughs) but you got a couple of hours of a person explaining everything about the tower. And I found that fascinating. I found it more than worth it. And and listen, it's fun going up on your own, but we got a real sense of how it was built, the time of what was going on in Paris. Parisians initially hated the tower. They, in fact, wanted to tear it down. That Eiffel, the guy that financed the tower, did a deal with the city of Paris. In fact, the reaction when it was finally built, and by the way, only took two years. Two plus, two and a half-ish years. Think about the technology of whatever 1800s it was built in. Mm -hmm. So the reaction was so uh, negative to the tower when it was built. The city came to Eiffel and said, okay, I'll tell you what. uh, We're going to give you 30 years because he had spent a lot of money. Eight million pounds, I guess, to build it at that time. That would have been whatever that is equivalent of, hundreds of millions. And they said, okay, we're going to give you 30 years to make your money back. And then we're going to tear it to the ground. (laughs) And in six months, he made his money back. Mm -hmm. And it became such a focal point that they decided that it was actually a positive, not a negative. People were coming from all over the world to see this amazing structure. So anyway, that was worth it. We did the Eiffel Tower. We did the Louvre. We did the. Uh, we walked around the Arch de Triomphe, and we walked up and down the Champs Elysees, which is free, but it's not free because you have to stop and get little macaroons or whatever they're called. But in the end, like I said, I'd never been there, and it was, it was a. It's a great city. I would go back. You know, I don't know that I'd go back immediately, but someday I'll go back there because I found it uh, fascinating. No, I know. I love Paris too. It sounds like it was great. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but now I would love to go back. I mean, the thing about Europe that it's so fun, it's everything is so close. You know, you can, I'll definitely go back to Italy and, and maybe pop into Paris again because there was lots of stuff I didn't see. Uh, I won't lie, it's not the most economical thing I've ever done, but it was definitely worth it. Could you tell um, okay, that's another episode of Aging with Energy, the old guys travel show brought to you by our good friends, the retirement. Sherpa and the Chamber Plan. 